Hello and welcome everyone to a very special episode of Monday Night Magic or MTG Cast. Because with every episode we get, or every episode, every new expansion or even base set, we get an exclusive spoiler because Wizards of the Coast is just that cool and nice. Well, we and are too. We're, we're, we're pretty cool. We're not quite that cool. Because otherwise, I would get a humongous head, and well, we already know it's big enough as it is. And <laughs> well, I almost said something really dirty there, but I would say we're kind of like Joe Pesci cool, while Wizards of the Coast is like Brad Pitt cool. So I think we yeah. can all agree that Brad Pitt is cool. Okay, is this like, are we talking like Brad Pitt 12 Monkeys cool, or Brad Pitt some other sucky movie cool? I'm, I'm talking Brad oh, Pitt and Cool World cool. The half, Brad Pitt half real life, half animated this. film that he was in that was terrible. Not Probably Brad Pitt like... and Waterworld cool. Hey, you know what? Something that else is related to water? Our yes. exclusive spoiler card? Oh, wait. Yes. There is Eric saving the day yet again. Eric is the, truly the voice of reason because I have, after four or five years of doing this podcast, I, I forget how long it's been now, I have slowly just gotten off the train where I'm just like, I'm going to talk about trains and, and cleaving. <laughs> and truly, everybody, everybody emailed me. I truly did not know the meaning of that word. And and this happens every once in a while. The more you grow, just like with leveling. Well, it's the other thing. Is when I, start, when I was, I was actually a medical student, and I had never heard of, the, I've never heard the word commode. I did not know what a commode was. Huh. So you have to imagine me. I'm doing my internal medicine rotation where you're in the hospital. I was rounding on some patient, and the nurse was in there. All of a sudden, she was in bed. And he's like, "I got to poop right now. Get me, get me my commode." And I heard him say this. I didn't know what it was. I thought he was asking for his kimono. So I actually went into his bathroom. I'm like, I don't see your rope. He's like, what the hell? I don't want to do. I don't want an effing rope. Grab me the toilet. I'm like, he's like, that's a commode. I'm like, I didn't know that. You know, <laughs> I bet you can find commodes in bathhouses. You and can. The art for this card looks like it might take place in a very erudite bathhouse. So Eric, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share the love. Read me. Read our listeners. Read uh, these other uh, guys here on the show with us. Our exclusive spoiler card. Sure. What we've got is we have Enclave Cryptologist. For a measly single blue mana, you can have the Enclave Cryptologist. It's a creature, Merfolk Wizard. It's an uncommon. Now, you probably don't want to know about the text box. We'll just go. It's, it's illustrated by Igor Kiriluk, and uh, it's card 66 out of a 248-card set. And uh, the text box, it says something about this level up. It says level up for a colorless and a blue. And then the reminder text on level up is one to blue colon, put a level counter on this level up only as a sorcery, and its power and toughness is zero one. Of course, it also <laughs> at level one and two has a power and toughness at zero one, but it then gains tap, draw a card, then discard a card, and at level three plus, it has tap, draw a card. So, so it turns into an archivist. Let's do the math. That, <laughs> for a for a mes- so that's level three plus. So you've put seven mana, seven mana. You got the colors. original mana, then six extra to get to the tap and draw card. Well, an archivist, if you were to cast a stripe, would be two blue and two colorless. Precisely. They do the cards do look cool. Uh, there's a bunch of other cards. Uh, spoiler within the last few days, we may talk about those. But the cards look very neat when you look at the text box. It definitely reminds you of a planeswalker. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, the way I'd look at it is I would think about it at level one and two, and essentially level one. For three mana, two blue and one, which you can pay over multiple turns, you're going to end up with a zero one looter. So I think that's how you have to evaluate this one. 
Yeah, it's, yeah, I guess it's almost like a weird echo cost where you pay one the first turn, the second turn you pay two, and then you have a really low-powered cephalid looter. Well, and let's yes. not forget let's not forget the figure of destiny lesson. I, I was not thinking figure of destiny was an all out of the ballpark all-star card when I first saw it. I thought it was novel. I thought it could be useful, but I I wasn't on board in thinking it was all that in a bag of chips. Well, it was all that in a couple bag of chips, wasn't it? But you could level up the that card at instant speed. Indeed. And and, Which, and that obviously would be a lot nicer. I agree. That's my only grievance about any of the leveling up cards, actually. I they had a, like Sometimes Wizards has a chance to make something really, really awesome for everybody involved. And then they have a chance to make something really, really fair for everybody involved. Except the person who's playing it. And they made level up a sorcery. <laughs> Which, like, that really, really bugs me, because what if I cast this creature, and then in response they lightning bolted or something, and I know that's the same old tired, oh, no, it you... dies to removal argument. No, you, but... you still have an opportunity after you cast the spell, you don't pass priority, and then you can level it up one time. Oh, Ooh, Eric, th- thank you, thank you. So, yeah, you can put one level counter on this guy yeah. at, right after you cast it, because after you cast him, you know, they've passed priority. You, you, so what happens is you put the spell in the stack. Right, right. You pass priority. They pass priority. It comes into play. Right. When it comes into play, it is your it is your opportunity to play to play spells. You have priority. At right. that point in time, the stack is clear, and you can level up. And this is why everybody tells me I am a terrible magic player. Thank you very much for clarifying that for me. But level and up for is going to go on the stack. <laughs> but level up is going to go on the stack. <laughs> And so, you're going to get level one, where you're not even going to get level one, and they're going to have, like, you know, instant removal before it levels up. Yeah, it's the same thing with but allies. Your allies come into play, someone has a chance to ping it real quick before it gets its plus one, plus one counters. And you're, you're a good point, because I, I think I had the same initial reaction to, to multi-kicker when I saw the level up cards, where I'm like, they just don't seem very good. When I actually play with them in sealed deck and other formats, I really like them. I think you have to look at level up in context, because what we have here is we have spells that you want to cast starting around 7 and 8 mana with Eldrazi stuff. So your early turns, you need to do something. And the level up creatures seem <laughs> like they start really cheap, and then you have to pump mana into them you know, as, things go, as time goes on, but it, it gives you something to do with your mana while you're waiting to hit your big Eldrazi drops. Which brings me to my other main gripe about the levelers, and I, I think a few of you guys will agree with me on this. I do. I like some of the level up cards. I must admit, especially the uh, the white flyer that's been spoiled. But I think they released level up in the wrong set for people to appreciate it. And my basis for this is you have something that is amazing, like the Eldrazi, right? Where you basically, as a player, I would read an Eldrazi card and. To me, it would say, if I cast this, it's going to punch my opponent in the face, burn his entire card collection, and sleep with his sister. Man, I really want to play this. <laughs> and then on the side beside that, I'm going to have the level up card. And I'm going to ignore the fact that it's a really cool mechanic and say, well, it couldn't possibly be as cool as this other card I have over here. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think people are going to be looking at the other things going on in this set and not see the level up cards for how they're going to shine, if that makes any sense. I think when they start off, you might be right. And, but you know, and if this was a small size third set, I would, I'd probably really be on board with you. But this is a full sized large set, so there is some room to have a couple of things shine out of it. 
And something that actually Steve and I were talking about yesterday when uh, we were talking on the phone because we're like they were like high school girls that we call each other on the phone like late at night after our wives go to bed. There's lots of giggling. Lots of giggling. You know, lots of pillows. I'm like sitting with my like my my chin on my hands with my legs like you know kicking on the bed. Hey, hello kitty. Hello kitty. And then we were talking about you know, we were level mechanic itself is it exciting or is it not exciting? But it was also what design spaces is potentially open up. And so far we haven't seen this with the cards spoiled. So far we have a very small number of them. But Steve, why don't you mention a couple of ideas that you had? Because they, to me, sounded really interesting about ways oh, yeah. to really have level up, open up design space, and other cards. And I was just, uh, just like the Planeswalkers, this has such a large design space behind it that is there to be explored with other cards. Imagine, if you will, maybe a, an enchantment for one white and one colorless that says something like, uh, target creature gets first strike. If that creature is level three or higher, it gains plus one, plus one as well. I mean, uh, yeah, that may not be a great card, but that's just an example of the kind of design space you can throw in with this. How about this? Um, uh, you know, uh, Tome of Advancement. It's, a, it's, a, it's actually a, a piece of equipment or something like gla- glasses of understanding or something. It's some kind of equipment that says, you know, equipped creature may be leveled up as an instant. Ooh. I mean, just the design space is wide open with this. Wide open. You know, essentially, okay, I'm going to say it. I'm going to be the first one to bring up the specter of this. But, you know, level up is just like having a and d character. And I know? think that's cool. I, I like this. Cause... And in, yeah, in D&D, you go out and you look for your magic items and all that good stuff that work. And the, the higher the level of the character, the better they're able to use their magic items and other goodies. They can do the exact same thing with the level up mechanic on these cards, and also they cl- they clearly made these level counters, and we see that like, Enclave Cartologist is our example for our card. It says level three plus, so it seems like there has to be some sort of motivation potentially to put more level counters on than you would you would need for the highest level. Yep, sacrifice a creature of level five or higher, level exactly. eight or higher, something. And it also makes one of my favorite cards better, Gilder Baron. Love Gilder Baron. <laughs> oh, for, just, for just doubling counters on big bad boys like this? Well, hey, Tom. Uh, yeah. Hey, Tom, okay, wait, folks. He, he's, there's going to be a growl here. Tom, they've just added another $5 to the cost of doubling season. Yeah, but I have one now, so oh, suck well. that. Oh. <laughs> All right. And, Eric, because I have to be a yin to everybody's yang, you know what other card this is going to make, right? I know, I know, I know. Oh, what is this, Steve? Oh, no, you can say it. Okay. Uh, well, actually, two of them come to mind. Uh, Pithing Needle, which people oh, have seemed oh. to have totally forgotten about lately. Buy them now, buy them now. Ah, they're going to go up, I'm calling it. And mm-hmm. Vampire Hexmage. Hexy. Yeah. Ah, oh, good point. Sexy Hexy. Yeah, because you know, that one doesn't have any use anywhere else. I don't even care if I'm playing Dark Depths. This is going main deck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, we, I mean, we talked about Level Up. Were there, uh, we also mentioned there's a bunch of other cards that have been spoiled within the last few days. Is there any that you want to specifically mention, just to kind of pad this oh, up, maybe we, try to make it like 20 minutes? get off of our Enclave Cryptologist, No, I do have to say that the art is fabulous, once again. That art is incredibly suggestive, and I love it. Not because really? it's suggestive, but because it's great. I guess, I to be honest, normally I'm a big art person. This one didn't really jump out at me at all. I'm going to be honest with you. I, She's I like playing the... with a Rubik's Cube in a, I know. I in, in a bathroom boil. With some posters on the wall with a hedron on it. I guess to oh, me it's going to be huge in Japan there. Yes. <laughs> the Rubik's Cubes are making a big comeback with the kids. Have you guys seen the LED one? Get out of here. 
And it has a touch screen, and yeah, it's awesome. Gosh. I'm sorry, I distracted us from other cards. Yes, but yeah, what, so but thank you for bringing up the art. Even though I don't agree, it is it is interesting and definitely suggestive. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, level up cards are the Rubik's cubes of magic. All right, guys. So let's go on to the other interesting spoilers. <laughs> I, I'm sticking. To, I'm sticking to fucking the lady. I totally yeah. agree. We're sticking yeah. to. We discussed that she's done. The horse has been beaten to death, reanimated, and beaten to death again. And then zombified. And then zombified, and then sacrificed. Like the Eldrazi spawn token it is. Because it actually is a zero one. So go through and pick out the cards. Obviously, we, we had the 1515 Monster Eldrazi Emrakul has been spoiled, which is just absolutely insane. You're taking turns. It's got flying, protection from colored spells, Annihilator 6. But what other cards in this that have you guys either excited or maybe angry? You know, what are you thinking? Ooh, me, me, me. Just because no one else said anything yet. Go for it. Okay, folks, if you haven't noticed yet, there, there are two cards that I see on the spoiler right now. Overgrown Battlement. Oh, you beat me to oh, it. That one's very oh, I hate and, you now. Oh. And, and Guard Duty, which must have been a really recent one here, because it wasn't here earlier today. Have you guys seen that one? Yeah, well, Guard yeah. Duty is just cool because it, it's one it's just, white, gives a creature defender. Right, which it's I think... powerful than you think. Yeah, I think there's a wall sub-theme. Or a defender sub theme in this set. Well, they, they actually they actually mentioned this officially on the rules of Eldrazi rules discussion page. Oh well, I guess there is a defender sub theme. Never mind. But anyways, okay, so they've got some really cool cards to support their defender sub theme because Overgrown Battlement, which is one green and one colorless, is an actual creature wall. We actually have a wall creature. It here, should have been a plant. Look at the art. It's a <laughs> plant. Yeah, but there's a it's a plant on a wall. I don't care. Give me another plant. Tom but Wall what is a creature wall. <clears throat> I mean, this this thing is... Um, yeah, what was that Masks card? The the wall, the elf Vine wall. Trellis. Vine Trellis. Yeah, this is Vine Trellis on crack. Because it adds one green mana for each creature with Defender you control. Wow. You know, this, this, you this the... card was meant for that stupid fracking sliver that gives all of their slivers Defender. <laughs> that, that, right? Well, that's that's still one of my favorite sliver cards. Dormant Sliver is still one of my Dorm, favorite yeah. sliver cards of all time because it also lets you draw a card every time one comes into play. Yep, oh. and, which is just borderline unbroken in some sliver decks. No, so, I, I I really am looking forward to using that with the uh, the white wall that gives you uh, what plus two life every time a wall uh, some a creature with defender blocks. Wall of Reverence. No, yeah. that's so, yeah. um, the guard or something. Um, yeah. What's the zero three. It cost a one way man. I can remember everything perimeter but the name. Guard. Jesus. Perimeter guard. Perimeter oh, perimeter guard. Perimeter guard. Perimeter. That's correct. <laughs> Something with a perimeter. <laughs> now, do you guys at all get a feeling in the set they almost tried to shoehorn in too many different sub themes and very almost opposing mechanics? No, it's it it kind of, it goes together if you think about it. You you have walls to hold off any little guys that might be there. So you can get to your big spells. You have these these things that are creating your Eldrazi uh, spawn creatures like uh, Emrakul's Hatcher, um, which is four and a red for a creature Eldrazi drone, a 3-3. Three, three. When it comes into play, it has two of these spawn creatures, and you, they can, you can sack them to add one to your mana pool. So you've got walls to help defend against this. You have your level up to help use some of your lower-level mana to pump up some of your guys while you're waiting for your giant Eldrazi mythic, uh, mythic card of doom to come and win you the game. 
Sounds like it goes together well enough for me. Yeah, what Eric said. I concur it. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. They're all against me tonight, folks. They're all against me. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to smack the man down. You do. You got to keep, keep me in line a little bit. Make sure I'm listening. Normally, I totally disagree with everybody, so I'm trying to be nice now. And then also, we, uh, we don't know the rarity yet, but we most likely have this confirmation of the land called Eldrazi Temple. Or simply tap, add one, call us man to your mana pool. Tap, add two mana to your mana pool that can only be spent to cast Eldrazi spells or activate abilities of Eldrazi. This seemed... It would have been exciting if we had just the monster... 8 plus casting cost Eldrazi, but now they're starting to see some cheaper Eldrazi. The, uh, you mentioned the 5 mana red one that gives you the tokens. That seems a little bit more exciting where you're really getting a land that gives you 2 mana. I think it's safe to say this thing is going to be rare. And that makes me a little sad, for I think a lot of people would love to be playing some of these, because we do have common Eldrazi. We're going to be having lots of non-rare Eldrazi cards. I would almost hope this is an uncommon. I'm going uncommon. Uh, if I had to put money on it, I'd say uncommon. Really? I think so. Mainly and mainly because of limited. Oh, that's right. Because then the Eldrazi are going to be totally worthless otherwise. Yeah, yeah. then you've got at least a chance um, of picking some of these up in a draft if you happen to bust an Eldrazi. God, can you imagine these guys, uh, this land, and some of the larger ones uh, going in like Tron or something like that? I could bring back an archetype almost. Ooh, I love Tron. Ah, see, now I got you thinking. Although really, I'm going to do something stupid like... Kiki Jiki and Sky Husser. Uh, I like Sky Husser better. Bigger uh-huh. body. Untaps all your guys. Yeah. So so guy <laughs> Eric is getting he's getting low there. Yeah. I got foil. Yeah. <laughs> so guys are good fun. So guys to to round this out, I'm just gonna go around the the digital table here and just tell me, are you excited? Not excited. What are your thoughts, dreams, hopes about this set? And we'll start with Jack. Oh, boy. Put me on the spot here. Um, I, I need to let Eric kind of cool down here a little bit, recuperate a bit. Maybe get some water. <laughs> you always start with Jack. You don't love me anymore. That's because I give you all the love you should need, Eric. Yeah. That is creepy. <laughs> uh, anyways, there. Um, well, I'm definitely amazed by the Eldrazi. They're... Uh, the greatest thing I can think of comparing them to is like the Michael Bay of magic for right now. Um, other than that, <laughs> uh, levelers uh, level up is a little underwhelming at the moment. I don't want to say anything too bad because I'll probably be eating crow in a month. Um, but all the same, I think this is going to be an extremely interesting set um, because we don't have just a mechanic like, I don't know, persist or something like that. We have level up, which totally interacts with a card in a way that's never been done before. And it's not just something like kind of minor. It's something really awesome. So I'm really hoping that they put this mechanic to really good use. So I'm I'm a little excited. Yeah. (laughs) Eric, you wind enough. You get to go next. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm still just kind of meh about the set. And I think part of it is that Zendikar and Worldwake were just so freaking awesome that, uh, yeah. I, you know, I just, I just, it's hard, you know, you, you just, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 and it's like Eldrazi's like, ah, I need a, I need, I need to cleanse my palate a little bit, you know, it, it's still kind of, it's still kind of early, though, in the whole spoiler season. And so my mind is still getting around the fact, like, I really enjoy the hyper-aggressive format that has been Zendikar and Worldwake. And so, 
I just see these big, huge mounds of Eldrazi and just go, I'm never going to get to cast that. Someone is going to beat me senseless before I get there. <laughs> but I, I have faith in wizards that they wouldn't print an entire set of guys who are just there to taunt you. So, you know, I, I'm just kind of blah for right now, but I, I'm sure by the time the set's coming out, I will be anxious to crack my packs. Steve, well, I, I, I'm guessing I'm going next because I know time you save yourself for last. Yeah. Because you're just great. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens when you run the site. Yeah. I'm the Corey Feldman of this podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> last one wins. <laughs> Woohoo! Certainly, certainly we've been given some juicy stuff to mull over so far because it, it hints at some possibility for some very strong cards. And Wizards is in control of... We, why are, it's not even a rumor season anymore. Okay, it's uh, what we call reveal season instead of rumor season. Is re- it's reveal season really, and we have seen less than one tenth of, or around one tenth of the cards that are going to be in this set because we've seen nineteen cards out of two hundred. Well, twenty with our card that we're talking about tonight out of two hundred and fifty cards, two hundred and thirty um, when you get rid of the basic lands. So we are under. 10% so far. We haven't seen the colorless spells that they have told us are going to be there yet. Other than the Eldrazi, there's going to be other colorless spells, from what it sounds like. So we, we've got some stuff that's still on the horizon that I think could be very interesting. I, myself, am really excited about the design space that's possible behind Level Up. Um, if this were just a regular third set, I would I would lament the fact that it showed up in a third set because they wouldn't really be able to give it as much uh, you know, stage time as I think it deserves, which has happened with a lot of third set mechanics. Um, you know, some of them maybe for good reasons. Storm! Storm! <coughs> but, um... There's nothing wrong with Storm. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it until they actually put the magic cards with that one up. Um... Anyways, I say I got a little something in my throat, uh, but you know, it, this is a big set, so they're gonna be they're gonna have more room to play with it. And because it's in a big set, just maybe they'll say, "Hey, listen, it did well in a large set, and and we can move forward." Because I see the design space opening up, and I enjoy creating cards. So this whole level thing has me just going crazy, thinking of all the different ways you could utilize it. And one thing I wanted to mention about the level up and uh, is that it adds a layer of... Uh, magic is already so complex that to say it adds a layer of complexity is almost an oxymoron, because or, or, or useless to even say it. But it reminds me of the, the card game Spoils that um, came out, oh, what was it, about two years ago? I think it was some uh, former pros. Uh, was it? Who was it? Does anyone know about that one? Yeah, I've uh, heard of it, and and you're right. It was started by a, a few Magic pros, and it was hopefully going to be supported by a very aggressive and uh, professional circuit of tournaments and other ways of people winning money by playing the game. Yeah, and it kind of went flop. I heard but, from a lot of people that the game itself was not bad. Well, the game itself was very interesting in that it was very similar to Magic in many respects, but the um, the options you had in playing things were more diverse. You know, straight out of the gate. Um, your resources, you could put resources into your deck that, that were very specific and did things like give you a specific color, or you could use any card face down as a generic resource. So imagine being able to um, drop 
any card in Magic that's in your hand as a, as a land that produces colorless mana. What would that do to the game? What would that do to deck building? Yeah, and, and and some of this was for too. And Versus had a similar mechanic too, where you yeah. could also lay cards mm-hmm. face down as basically to build up your quote mana base or your ability to play higher level characters. Right, and I see level up as being something that adds a layer of choice, design, complexity akin to some of these things I saw with say the spoils or this this thing that you're mentioning about Versus, and so that excites me because um, as Magic ages. And many of many of us talking here have seen many years of magic. Um, they're doing a good job of, of keeping things fresh, but I think they need to keep opening up that new territory if they want to keep uh, some people, you know, entertained with it as things move forward and as they go for you know finishing out this second decade of the game and going into the third decade and maybe the fourth decade. So they obviously have to, you know, really keep the game evolving. And I think this is a really good indication of how they can open up a whole bunch of space to do that. That's it. Yeah, and, and I guess in some ways, uh, Eric and I seem to be coming at this set from very opposite ends of the spectrum. Where <laughs> I, I guess in some ways, I didn't really, I have not really enjoyed the Zendikar World Wake environment where it is so hyper aggressive. I, to me, this kind of tickles the old unlimited. Timmy. Timmy. Yeah, it's just a Rysel Drazi Silver Wisdom. This really tickles the old my view of the original game of Magic, where games were slower. There's a lot more slow development of the game. Your your board state. Hopefully, there's some kind of back and forth, and eventually, somebody's got a big creature, and then that's when the fight really begins. And so, I like the idea of playing instead of playing a lot of short games, which are hyper aggressive and they end quickly. I'm going to be much more invested in each game of Magic as I'm playing these cards hopefully either cast some huge monster Aldrazi or I'm playing these level up creatures and I'm getting invested because I'm actually playing Mantle and they are changing and growing almost like a role playing game also when I put the word ooze into the orb of insight for this set I did get an answer of one I knew you were going to mention the ooze yes and as now, Isaac tweet, uh, tweeted or queefed to me is that don't get myself too excited because I my emotions got crushed before when I did get the ooze response and then we got the enchantment ooze guard. And just to keep my excitement in, in check until I actually see what the card is. Wise, wise words. You know, at, when we were talking about the Rise of the Drowsy set at, at the comic shop I, I play at, um, the owner was concerned that with Rise of the Drowsy being a colorless set and then the Scars of Mirrodin and that so Scars block being an artifact block, he was concerned that you know, you're going to see it's going to be too gray for almost a year, you know, as far as stuff. And what that that made me think about the Eldrazi cards and those colorless borders that they have. I mean, as they've released more of them, they look awesomer and awesomer. I mean, just the 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 clear card frame is spectacular, and it really does strike a contrast to you know your artifact card frame or whatever. So, I was very happy to see that. Well, that's because you get to view the entire art on the card as well, and some the art's just been delicious this time around. Yum. Yeah, I mean the the, the Eldrazi arts we've seen so far are pretty epic, especially on the two the two of the three legendary ones we've seen so far. Oh yeah, and I was glad to see that they're also continuing that full art sort of bleed through style, even on the non rare common or uncommon Eldrazi. I thought that was pretty classy for them to do that. My question is, when we finally get the art for the land, the Eldrazi Temple, is that going to have the same thing? Ooh, that's a good question. 
Is this something where if it sells Eldrazi on it, is that going to have this bleed through art? I'm just curious. And do we have the potential of having a level up, like non legendary Eldrazi card? Or could the this third ultimate legendary Eldrazi have level up? That would be to me fascinating. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna put my my money where my mouth is. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say level up is not something the Eldrazi have. The Eldrazi just have annihilator. <laughs> Eric is putting that cocaine soaked twenty dollar bill in his. <laughs> well, if you guys think about it too, the Eldrazi are supposed to be like these big, awesome, amazing, godlike things. What use would they have of level up? Because they become more godlike. <laughs> I mean, the uh, little Eldrazi is an 8-8 Annihilator 2. Where, where are you going to go with that? I mean, like, level it up. Okay. It's just a cute um, little Eldrazi. <laughs> it only it crushed only Minneapolis. Well, I mean, like, I think Kozlik, he would like to level up to become Emrakul, and Emrakul's going to want to level up to be whatever Shaq-Fu, so or whatever Nora's. the name of the third one is, yeah. <laughs> Shaq-Fu. <laughs> You ever play that game? Uh, that's a terrible, terrible game. I just nostalgied so hard, Tom. Oh, wow. That was way back in the Wayback Machine. Yes, yes, it is. So, guys, I think, in general, we have all found things we like about the set. We've all found things that maybe have us a little concerned. Definitely could be an interesting set. In a lot of ways, when I see the cards where we've seen, this is by far the most outside the box I feel that they've thought about a Magic set for quite a while. They've really broken a lot of their kind of quote-unquote rules to make cards for this that we have level up, we've got 15 casting costs, huge, enormous artifacts that aren't artifacts. I'm excited to see where they what, what else they thought of for this set. I think we're going to be very impressed when it finally gets spoiled. Or we're going to be heavily disappointed, but we'll act like we're impressed. Yes, be like, wow. No, we're magic players. We'll be highly impressed, but we will <laughs> whine and complain as if someone had taken our favorite dog out in the back and shot it. God, this copy of Bitter Blossom is so bad. Twelve months later. God, I hate Jace the Mind Sculptor. I can't believe I have to pay for it. Oh. A couple of months after that. Oh, dual Fetchlands. What the hell? Oh. We will never be happy. We will never be Cross like the Butcher of Truth. Oh my god, it only kills four of the cards when it attacks. You mean it's going to be the promo card? Uh, and I could get one for almost no, like, work at all? It's too simple. There's so many options. Oh. Uh, you guys are annoying me right now, and <laughs> and uh, and I agree with what you're saying, but I'm still annoyed. And this is it's amazing. You're, you're right, though. When you go look on the MTG Salvation forums and stuff, the discussion that gets generated by these preview cards is just incredible. Yeah, I, I'm I'm willing. I mean, I'm willing to be honest with myself. I'm not really excited right now, but I guarantee three weeks into the set, I'll be going gaga. I'll be trying to find time to go draft. You'll be, got squeeing, me you'll be squeeing like a little girl just along with the rest of us. Don't worry. You'll get there, Eric. It's the addictive ink. Trust me. Uh, I'll, I'll be there. All right, guys. Well, thank you, everybody's listening. Thank you for checking out. I'm pretty sure once you heard the card, most people turn off these podcasts because about 10 of these come out are going to be coming out on Friday because we all got our exclusive spoilers for that day. But if you stayed through to the end, join us on Sunday, which is, is that March 28th? I have terrible dates. Yes. As you guys well know, I have I am completely incapable of predicting dates in the future. You're, I'll be out by like weeks or show numbers or show numbers. Allow me to reiterate how Tom is the backbone of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, who's highly organized. Can't even blame that dyslexia. I, like I'm just scoliosis. On. But so March, what's happening on the 28th? March 28th at 8:30 p.m. Central Standard Time, we're having a live episode 200 for Monday Night Magic. Uh, you can listen and chat with us live through TalkShoe. Uh, if you go into the show notes for episode 199 on MTG Cast or wherever else you can find the show now, you'll find a link to our 
main page for MTGCast on TalkShoe. have a link right there on how to either download the client, how to call in, how to be involved with our TalkShoe show. I recommend joining it. Last time, episode 150 was just absolute mayhem, and it's fairly entertaining. And we should have a pretty good selection of uh, Rise of Eldrazi cards to talk about at that time. And if not, we'll entertain you with our Woody banner. Yes, I will look up some horribly disgusting words that I did not know what they meant, use them, and then be ashamed of myself. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and I will have a special shout-out during that show. To a person, and, or just to yourself, be like, you know what, guys? Eric rocks. They're going to have to tune in to find out. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a, a good shout-out, too, so I'm setting Tom up for some yumminess. Yeah, yeah. Steve has been teasing me with like some some bizarre gift. There's apparently a gift weighing in his place. I don't know if this is like an edible food item, edible wearable item, a pet. I don't know what it is. Saturday. I mean, Sunday. You'll find out Sunday. You can almost hear him like opening it in the background ever so slightly, Tom. Yeah. Well, oh, now I'm more confused. I know I'm getting it on Saturday, but I can't open it until Sunday? Yeah, there is some fondling going on, but not too much. Is it like your birthday or something? Uh, no, my birthday is next month. Oh, well, uh, happy early birthday, because I'll surely forget between now and then. Yeah, that's okay. Thank you. I'm, the main gift I'm asking for is Borderlands for my 360. Ooh. Because by then I'll be going through withdrawal, because I'll finally finish Mass Effect 2. And my, <laughs> and my wife will speak to me again. <laughs> Come hey, Steve. Man, uh, Shepard. Hey, Tom. Tom, she's been speaking to you all along. You just haven't been hearing. Yes, I have, have not been listening. <laughs> unless, unless I mention the words, you know, Rosie O'Donnell, and then her, you know, bat-like hearing will be able to focus in on that. Hey, you listening out there, if you're still here, why? In, why? in the words of Phyllis Bueller's Bueller, go home. What are you waiting for? Go. Go. Let's go away. And a good queefing to all. Hit the end button before we do. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. Sunday, 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Talk shoe. Join us. Have fun. I'll be there, be there, be there. Be there, be there, be there. Monday, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All on talk show. Balloons for the kids. <laughs> Cardzilla. 